0: This is the Rider and Lisa podcast.
1: Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. I'm in a bad mood today, I'm not going to lie. Going through the drive-thru, I think, is what started it. Tell me why I see between 12 and 15 empty Tim Hortons cups on the ground along the side of the drive-thru.
0: Oh. I
1: I understand. There's no garbage can there anymore. I think they got rid of it for a reason, because people would be in standing in the drive-thru going through the garbage, and they, like a lot of cars are trying to get through. I understand that. But you're telling me that full grown-ups, people that have their license... That are
0: driving, yeah.
1: ...don't know how to like leave their garbage in their car for an extra half a day, whatever, whenever you get out of your car next to walk past a garbage can, you can't have the decency mm-hmm. to
0: pick up your trash. Well, especially it's minus 400. Well, that's so, why,
1: like, I would have gotten out and picked them up. No, but, but I'm but, like, it's so cold out, like, I'll have to wait till it warms up to, to clean it.
0: So these losers are banking on the fact that an employee is going to have to run outside and pick up all of their trash three times a shift.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah,
0: that's brutal. Give the employees at the drive-thru a paintball gun.
1: <laughs> have have an employee that's just on the roof <laughs> yeah. waiting.
0: Yeah, paintball sniper. <laughs> Bold statement here, but I bet the people that are pouting and throwing their cup on the ground because there's no garbage would be the first to complain if there was somebody who was in a vulnerable position and felt like they had to go through the garbage for something, yeah. they would be the first to complain to the store that they need to do something to. Yeah, they're
1: probably why the garbage cans were taken away, and now they're like, oh, now I don't have a garbage can. Where am, How am I going to
0: do this? How to use the drive when there's a homeless guy standing there? And then they, they get rid of that, and out. now they just throw it. It's the same people. It's the same people who yeah. have a problem about everything.
1: Please stop throwing your trash outside of your vehicle.
0: Mm-hmm. Somebody else has to pick that up. And that is not fair, especially in these conditions. 2024, the return of the meme. Get out. Are you serious? Well, it feels like that.
1: Because you posted a couple memes memes on your Facebook page and they're just taking off? Or what's happening? Well,
0: yeah, they're doing OK, but I'm just seeing more memes now. It's like Facebook's returning to the OG, what people actually want. Just a quick giggle.
1: Yeah. See what I want on Facebook is that I want to see the people that I'm Facebook friends with and like what they're doing. Yeah. Why is it pushing these like viral reels that are linked to people's Instagram accounts from influencers I don't care about?
0: Well, it's because Meta was very worried about how successful TikTok was. And rather than. Staying in their lane. They're like, let's do the exact same thing. Yeah, it's so silly. Ridiculous. Because yeah. Instagram went that way as well. Yeah. You don't see your friend stuff nearly as much anymore. You can't just post one picture.
1: Well, and remember... Because
0: it, it does just gets no traction. Remember
1: Snapchat did it first with the puppy nose mm-hmm. and ears, and then all of a sudden Instagram had those. The I was exact like, Come same on. Thing. Yeah,
0: Meta literally just copies. Yeah. Whatever any other social media platform is doing that's good, they'll, they'll s- steal it. But... I do got to give some credit. Maybe Facebook is realizing, (laughs) hey, you can come here for a meme or two. Because I miss those days. Yeah,
1: like, where are you going to find a meme elsewhere?
0: Exactly. Maybe
1: Reddit. I don't go on Reddit, though. Is that where where people post memes? Probably not.
0: Just this morning, I uh, came across three different memes that were all awesome. I love that. One was like, school buses, not running. Government, travel not recommended. Police, the roads are bad. Please be safe. Hockey rinks. All systems go. Oh my
1: gosh, wasn't this weekend like one of the busiest hockey weekends? It's
0: minor hockey week.
1: It's minor hockey week and there was a bunch of actual like NHL games. I love all the people that are complaining about the the government telling us to shut it down, like turn off all your lights, try to use your microwave instead of your stove. Right. And then did you see how much the parliament building was lit up?
0: I think stove instead of your microwave.
1: No. Wait.
0: Yeah, they wanted you to like not use much electricity.
1: Oh yeah, right. No, I feel like it said, if you're cooking, use your microwave. Let me find it. I have the screenshot.
0: Well, yeah, that to me doesn't make sense because I think microwaves suck quite a bit of electricity. But maybe like electric stoves do as well. But maybe they
1: meant like instead of cooking like a meal that's in the oven for two hours, they're like make like a hungry man, which is in the microwave for three minutes.
0: Yeah, I have a gas oven, so I... You're good. Doesn't make sense Okay, for me,
1: but. let's find the cook with microwave instead of stove. It literally oh. says that on the emergency alert. So I bet okay. there are so many hungry men out there. <laughs> you, <laughs> those are so nasty. Yeah. Sometimes Ryder, what? Ryder eats them, and it's like the saddest thing I've ever seen. Especially the dessert, that little pathetic brownie.
0: Okay you know what you should have more appreciation about hungry men for somebody who doesn't cook
1: I think I'm gonna make a hungry man meme right now and post it on Facebook and see how much it
0: takes off it's gonna go <laughs> here's some of the other ones I saw this morning that are very good one was uh just a picture of the turtleford which we used to call fertile turd <laughs> uh turtleford co-op turtleford is way more
1: fun to say why would you mess with something that's perfect but it, I, anyway continue
0: because then you can say the word turd in it you say it anyway,
1: turd Earlford.
0: No, turtle But you can say turtle. Fertile turd is funny to say. I
1: don't know. I feel like turd's in both of them, so it doesn't really matter.
0: No, turd is in turtle-ferd. Nobody
1: says turtle. Nobody says, that's a cute little turtle on the beach. They <laughs> say that's a turtle. Nobody says, would you like a chocolate turtle? They say turtle.
0: Nope. Not when you're saying it right. Anyway, <laughs> Fertile Turd Co-op had a sign on their... Gas station that just said "Drive safe, ditches be crazy," and I saw that that one had blown up. I thought that was really funny. And then uh, the last one was just two dudes sitting beside each other having a beer. Okay. And it says, "I bet camping was invented by two guys from Red Deer who wanted to have a sleepover but were too embarrassed to tell their wives." All three of those things made me laugh within minutes. Yeah. So I just hope it is true that 2024 is the return, return of, of the meme. meme i think it's the 25th anniversary of the sopranos and uh they're releasing like all the episodes in 25 second clips so you can go and like relive the storyline which kind of sounds cool yeah i decided to go like all out and uh and start watching it like from the get-go i know i'd seen you know an episode here an episode there a season here a season there but uh yeah, it's good. It's, I mean, obviously, it's one of the best shows of all time, according to everyone.
1: So, Ryder is binge-watching it for the first time. I'm, like, poking my head in here and there.
0: It's the most annoying thing ever. What? Because you poke your head in and then you ask questions that you'd know if you just sat down and watched it. You're like, oh, who's this? I'm like, what character's like, that? Like, that's Meadow, his daughter, who's, like, a major character in this. You'd know that if you sat down and watched instead of popping in.
1: <laughs> One of my girlfriends rewatches The Sopranos
0: annually. That's crazy, because what I am noticing is each episode is an hour, and there's 13 episodes per season, and there's, what, six, seven seasons, something like that? That's just a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. Like, I just got finished the first season last night, and I feel like that's been a big part of my last month.
1: Do you also feel like the more you watch The Sopranos, the more you're craving pasta? Because that's I'm struggling with that. When okay. I when I do poke my head into watch, I'm yeah. like, whoa, I could go for a huge bowl of spaghetti right now. They're always eating That's true,
0: pasta. actually. Yeah, I was craving some pasta last night. I put out some meat for today because I'm going to make pasta for dinner tonight. <laughs> that's funny. I just put together how that all happened. Counting down the top seven types of food that just hit different when it's cold out. Like the cold we saw this weekend.
1: Yeah, it's that type of temperature where when you're trying to figure out what you want to cook, you're like, hmm, it has to be a certain type of meal.
0: Yeah, there's a heartiness that is essential. Yeah. It's got to keep your bones warm.
1: Like what's something that you would eat in this weather that just seems wrong? Like a cold ham and Swiss sandwich. Like it just, it's wrong. Yeah. It feels wrong. If you had
0: it with soup, that would be fine.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But uh, like an apple, <laughs> it's not, it's, don't come at me with an apple this time apple. of year. I don't, right. want, I don't want
1: any fruit, to be honest.
0: Or even a salad. Like, get the hell out of here with your stupid salad.
1: Yeah, that's for a hot day. Yep.
0: Maybe. Like a salad with berries in it? No. no. Nobody wants that right now. <laughs> uh, here's what they do want. At number seven, we have poutine.
1: Yep. It just makes sense as Canadians.
0: Yeah, the, the, the gravy. steam. The steam, the gravy, the curds that are a little bit melty, they all have a heartiness to them.
1: And I think we all have a very distinct memory. And I'm sure a lot of people still go to the mountains. But when you're in the chalet Mm. after freezing your butt off on the hill and you get yourself a poutine, there's nothing better.
0: Or a hockey rink Mm -hmm. when they make it in just that little cardboard container. So good. The gravy almost melts through it. Hell yeah. At number six, we got chicken pot pie. Thank you for the suggestion on that.
1: Yeah, that was Kelsey that wrote that in. And you're right, because you just don't eat that in the middle of the summer. You eat it on a freezing cold winter day.
0: Uh, You wanted this one on the list, focaccia. Yes,
1: there's something about making focaccia. It makes me feel warm inside. Okay. It smells delicious. It's got that rosemary scent.
0: It goes very well with so many of the things that we have on the list, like at number five, stew. Mm -hmm. And this can be a plethora of different kinds of stew. You can get pretty creative with stew, but stew in general needs to be on the list. At number two, sorry three, we have uh, lasagna other pastas eh, yeah, lasagna heck yeah yeah at number two chili i came across a buffalo chicken chili
1: apparently it's award-winning so if you can get that recipe and if anyone wants it text in right now we'll send it your way because if it's award-winning sign me up i'll try anything
0: that's true. I do I did send you the video of the woman making it, so I have that link if you want to try Buffalo Chicken Chili.
1: Um, I love Matt's suggestion. This can be an honorable mention. Really just anything that's baked with cheese. Okay. So that can be added to the lasagna on the list.
0: And at number one, did I do number two yet? Chili, yeah. Yep. At number one, soup.
1: Now, I... wait a minute. <laughs> can I be honest? I don't think certain soups work. Pardon me? Like Italian wedding, no. Give me a french onion. Give me french onion. Give me a homemade tomato basil.
0: Yeah, so you just don't like Italian wedding soup. Is that you've told me that numerous times. Name another soup that doesn't work this time of year. Um Exactly. You just don't like <laughs> that soup. Uh I made 70 pounds of beef barley on Wednesday. Oh, ate what, it all.
1: Is that what it was? Yeah. There wasn't enough broth. It, tur- it turned out to be like uh, oatmeal.
0: Okay, you're cooking this week. <laughs> Social media, obviously a big part of our job. And uh, we quite like when things are going well on there. When something blows up, it's good for our show. It's good for our station. Uh, but this weekend... You kind of went viral by accident.
1: Yeah, my intention was definitely not to get millions of views and then thousands of people in my comments calling me a bad person.
0: <laughs> so he, who, how did this idea come about?
1: Okay, so I was sitting around the house with my friend Jen, who is an elementary school teacher. So she loves doing science projects and stuff, right? So it was her, myself, and your daughter, Charlie, who's 12 years old. And we saw this post. I think it might have been on Pinterest, actually. I think Charlie was the one that showed us, Jen and I, and we were like, we need to do this. This looks so much fun. So when it's cold enough outside, you should be able to have your noodles float in the air with the fork because they freeze into place. Now, you'd have to stand outside for a good 20 minutes holding the fork for it to freeze in the air.
0: For it to lock in, yeah. So
1: what we did is we propped up the chopsticks in one of my fake snake plants outside. So it had something to lean on with the noodles in the air out of the bowl. Got it. And then we just went back inside and chilled for 20 minutes till it was frozen enough for us to pull the plant away and it looks like the chopsticks are floating in the air. Okay? With,
0: With the ramen noodles. With the ramen noodles. Yeah.
1: This is a known thing that people do. It's not like we invented it, right? Sure. So at one point, Charlie went out just to show it off in like a six second long video. And I posted it being like, ha-ha, look what we did. This is how cold it is in Edmonton. Thinking you would
0: get like eight likes. Exactly. Took yeah. off.
1: And for good reason. People are like, whoa, it's so cold there. Like people from the States were seeing it, people that have never experienced cold weather. But then the hate comments start coming in. I think it's inevitable no matter how wholesome your content is, if your video goes viral, there's going to be people that are miserable or they just want to say something mean in the comments. Yeah. Some of them are actually justified, though. Like the people saying, why isn't she wearing a jacket? <laughs> But it's not like we were out there for longer than the six seconds. She was just showing off. We were really just going to send it to like you and her mom. And I was like, I'll put this on Twitter.
0: Blows
1: up. All these people are like, you're a terrible mother. I'm like, it's not my kid.
0: (laughs) So some of the comments, Nikolai says it's plastic.
1: Yeah, people think I have a fake, as a 33-year-old woman, why would I own fake ramen noodles and if I did, I would make sure that at least the chopsticks matched. I had a pink one and a blue one. Yeah. This thing just went crazy over the
0: weekend. It's ornamental, folks, is another one of the comments. Like, what? And then people, like, actually got
1: People are like, there's no such duty. thing as um, the climate cannot be that cold. It's not possible. You don't see any fog. They say fog coming out of her mouth when she's talking. I'm like, this is a six-second-long video. And I'm, like, right near the door. So she comes right back in after you're right so people think i'm like sending this child outside to do <laughs> an experiment as if i'm wanting to go viral that was not my intention
0: also like she's 12 if she's too cold she can do up her jacket or go get another jacket like oh, she I, didn't
1: have gloves on i think what a lot of people thought is she was out there for 20 minutes letting holding, it freeze holding the chopsticks and i just filmed when she lets go oh, but- of it
0: if somebody's uncomfortable when they're cold and they're on obviously on the deck of a house, they're going to go inside and grab more clothes. Like, w- why people think that they need to be, like, the authority of what the right amount of clothing is on days like this? No,
1: she definitely wasn't wearing enough clothing, but it it was a six-second sure, long video. but that's video. exactly
0: it. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way that she's going to put herself through being that cold for right. that long without solving her own problem. Yeah, like, and
1: it, like it's not like her face was... Red. Right.
0: Yeah, it's It ridiculous. was in and out, but
1: anyway, so when you go viral, like, it's awesome, of course, to a certain extent, but then you start getting the comments that are like, there's there's no way this is real, which just, like, infuriated us, because we we're like, what do you mean? Of course it's real. It was 40 below. Like, zero is freezing.
0: This comment, how could you put this up as some <laughs> child's playtime without even mentioning that people on the street are probably going through hell right now? Like,
1: Which is true, like, they are, but... What does that have
0: to do with this video, though? Like, it doesn't... That's Yeah, you're right. After you hit a certain point of, like, exposure of a video, as soon as it gets big enough, the comment section just turns into an absolute tire fire. Uh, So, yeah, sorry that you had to go through that this weekend.
1: What was that one guy's reply to that tweet, though, do you remember?
0: I I guarantee you that Lisa has done more for the unhoused in the city uh, than you ever hoped to by accomplishing Oh, hope to accomplish by sniveling this self-righteous drivel onto your phone screen, you doe-head. So yeah, it's getting pretty fired up over there.
1: People are now fighting with each other, so I really don't have to say anything at this point.
0: (laughs) All because of a 65-cent pack of noodles and five minutes outside. That's what started this all. Not even five minutes. (laughs) Not even. We're a group of people. I'm a geriatric millennial, I suppose, but uh, who have constantly been judged by either side.
1: <laughs> That's true. Right? I think that millennial parents are doing a lot of great work. Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely more of an emotional connection between parents and their kids in certain ways. You're seeing more and more dads with strollers taking their kids out and about. It does seem to be more of like an equal
0: parenting job has to be now because both
1: parents are working
0: most households you need both parents working yeah but
1: here are some examples of things that some people experts even are saying that millennial parents are doing wrong and i'd love to hear from our listeners if you agree or disagree if you are guilty of some of these things hit us up and let us know at 780-784-7107 over documenting and sharing their children's life and face on social media. This also um is a a great example of that is like family vloggers mm-hmm. who are posting every single thing that their kid does on the internet and they're making money off of it. So that's one example.
0: Yeah, what what percentage are we talking about here though? Like people, I don't know. I've I've had this as Because I've got a public profile online. Yep. I also have a daughter that is a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. And that's what social media is for me, is just like snapshots into my life.
1: Mm-hmm. And your daughter likes to watch old videos of her. She's not embarrassed of them. But there are some kids who maybe, as they get older, are going to be like, can you take that down? Like, I don't want those videos. I don't want my friends to see it if they get to a certain age. Who knows, right? Well, then so-
0: you just take it down. Exactly. Or like, don't post things that are going to be deeply embarrassing for a kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... I don't know.
1: Because there are some parents that are posting like potty training videos and stuff of their kids and stuff.
0: Right. And there's experts that are like, you don't post anything. And I know people that like will not even post a picture of their kid online. And it just feels like it's a little bit helicoptery for me.
1: I don't know. I kind of like it when people like blur out. Like, I don't know what Kristen Cavallari's kids look like. I kind of like that. As
0: that level of celebrity, I understand. You don't want your kid being tracked down by paparazzi. That's fair. Um... But yeah. That's
1: a whole other universe though, right? So again, we're just talking about some things that experts are saying that millennial parents are potentially doing wrong when it comes to raising their kids, not knowing how to say no, being too much of a gentle parent. And I feel like I would be really bad for this. Mm-hmm. I feel like if my kid was in the backseat and was like, you know what we should have for dinner tonight? McDonald's, I'd be like, heck yeah. And I would turn the car around and go to McDonald's. Like I, would, I think it would be very hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, you'd need a parent if you were parenting. Exactly. I mean, Uh, My daughter yesterday was like, can I have a Coke? And I was like, it's 9.30 in the morning. Hell no, you can't have a Coke. The thing is, I think a lot of kids will ask. They expect a no, but maybe you're feeling great. And uh, just say yes. Because, like, she wasn't surprised at all when I said no. I
1: remember when I would go over to a girl that lived on our Crescent's house. And it was a free-for-all. You got to just drink whatever you want whenever you wanted. They had a full Bar fridge in the basement of different kinds of pop, so I loved going there. We never had to ask, whereas in my house you had to ask,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and majority of the time you get rejected. Of course, well yeah. But like, going over there, I'd be,
0: breakfast. I would
1: be <laughs> chugging back grape soda like it was my job. It was my favorite. But anyway, apparently, millennial parents are not very good at saying no to things. I
0: kind of like it. You like saying no? Yeah. (laughs)
1: Okay. See, I hated that growing up. You'd be like, can I have a sleepover at Jenna's house? That's just like a random name I thought of. And they'd be like, no. Why? What does it matter to you? You just don't want to go drive me there or pick me up tomorrow. That's the problem. That's
0: a reason. It's selfish.
1: (laughs) Talking about things that potentially millennial parents are doing wrong, and we'd love to hear from you if you're guilty of this or if you completely disagree. Parents being on their phone too much around their kids. There's actually an experiment that was done. I watched a whole video on this once called the still face experiment where it's so critical for parents to talk to and communicate and signal with their babies before the age of two because babies are, that's all they have. They're so dependent Mm -hmm. on your parents, their parents nervous system up until they're two years old. So if, If you're nonverbal with your baby when they're trying to communicate with you, they're squealing at you, they're smiling at you, they're trying to grab for you, and you're just on your phone... Ignoring. Ignoring with a still face or turning your back to them, they will try and get that that connection with someone else, and you might lose that connection with them in in life and not know why you and your kid can't bond. It all starts from when they're born. It is heavy. So look into the still face experiment. It's really interesting.
0: Uh, Just a great reminder, and I think this goes for kids and parents... To just put your phone away. Go,
1: Sometimes, yeah. Go
0: plug it in.
1: Mm-hmm. Forget and, about it for a and bit. And
0: leave it for an hour. Like,
1: and this isn't everyone. These are just examples of some things I, that I, we might be doing wrong, right?
0: I, I bet it's a very high percentage of... Millennial parents that are on their phones too much.
1: Don't get me wrong. When I go to my parents, they're on their iPad and stuff, and they were the ones when I first got a phone that they were like, "You're on your phone too much." And now they're like, always on Facebook. No,
0: but that's because it takes them so long to do everything. (laughs) My my dad will just read one article, but it'll take him an hour and a half to (laughs) find the app, and like, he's not doing a lot on there. (laughs) He's trying his best. And
1: last but not least, what people are saying, including millennials, are admitting this online that they gave their kids social media at too young of age not knowing how dangerous it can be i remember same thing went for me and i'm a millennial kid mm-hmm. i was in chat rooms that i shouldn't have been in on the internet when we had our computer room my parents had no idea what i was doing was Pro- it anything too terrible no but it could have been bad yeah
0: you were chatting with a girl that was the same age as you named jenny but it was actually like a 52 year old dude. dude exactly <laughs> yeah it was there was a sketchy of you'd they- be
1: in like these group chats at these uh um, online chat rooms and they'd, be, they'd be like asl as the fact that I knew what ASL meant, mm-hmm. and I was in elementary, well, maybe not elementary, but like junior high. Yeah, yeah, that ain't right.
0: That, listen, we walked so that they can run online, and we learned <laughs> like to stay yeah. out of chat rooms. Yeah. Some experts are saying millennial parents are really dropping the ball when it comes to uh, raising kids these days.
1: Not in every aspect, but
0: no, a lot of teachers rolling through the text line uh, that says. Uh, This is absolutely not true. Millennials are out here being the best generation of parents there have ever been. I have some of the most well-behaved kids in my class that I've seen and I've taught for the last 20 years.
1: Aaron wrote in saying about the not knowing how to say no thing that you mentioned, how millennial parents are really bad when the kids are like, we want McDonald's. It's kind of hard to not be like, you're right. Mm. We should have McDonald's. I don't want to cook tonight. I'm tired. Um Aaron said my kids in the back seat were listening and they both said at the same time you definitely know how to say no mom mm. and the older one said that's dad so it's good there's a mixture of both parents saying no so there's not just one parent yeah, that's yeah. always saying yes to everything which i'm sure is so frustrating to the other parent that is sometimes saying no right Well it's
0: tricky too cuz like one of the things that came up when we were talking about it was uh kids screen time obviously parents screen time but to merge that with the saying no thing when it's time to have the discussion about a phone mm. that is i must have said no to my daughter 150 times when she was actually like coming up with like here's six reasons why i think i need a phone Yep. and like she was starting to write essays on why she needed a phone
1: yeah she was doing powerpoint presentations but we had just decided
0: uh, her and her, uh, sorry, me and her mom collectively. That like at a certain age is when she gets her first phone. But
1: still, no social media. Correct. Although she's found a loophole, Pinterest has turned into TikTok. Just an FYI. I don't know what happened when they shifted.
0: Mm-hmm. It used to be just like decor ideas, yeah, and like
1: recipes, and now it's just full-on TikTok videos. Because <laughs> that was the only social media she's allowed. Right. Anyway, we're asking you for your thoughts on this. How are millennial parents doing? And it's okay to get defensive and to say, I'm not like that. I don't let my kid go on her phone at night. That's great. Ashley wrote in saying, millennial parents are terrible for letting their kids out on the street in the mornings when they're dropping them off for school. They expect traffic to just stop for them. Why can't you let your kids out on the right side of the sidewalk?
0: Oh Especially yeah. when
1: you have smaller kids, they're just standing on the road Everyone is driving by terrified that they're going to hit a kid. Keep your kids on the sidewalk, use the crosswalks. I do think we've gotten a little bit like 100% more lenient with just jaywalking.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember jaywalking as a kid and I was sure I was going to get a ticket. Like it was Driven into my mind that it's an illegal thing to do, right? And I didn't want to break the law. Well, so when you're little, yeah. you just use the crosswalks. Now, yeah, it's a free for all. Like mm-hmm. at after school pickup, and you see it, and it's parents first. Oh yeah, darting through vehicles and across the road at well, a non crosswalk.
1: They have somewhere to be.
0: Well, I know, but what are you teaching the kids to do? So I don't even blame the kids for this one on not using the crosswalk. It seems like it's the parents that are the worst for it. So
1: Dustin wrote, wrote in saying, "This is all garbage. Who are these?" experts are they boomers no actually these are experts that are in fact also Millennials just saying like
0: we got to be aware of this I agree though with you like, to be an expert nowadays you just have to have a TikTok following like come on what where's the proof of some of this it's just people's yeah, like, personal experiences you, with it too you
1: can say you have your PhD but like let's see the certificates on the <laughs> wall behind you because yeah. I don't see anything
0: <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> How many times do you think I've suggested to you that it would be a good idea to plug your vehicle in? I don't know. Do you say that to me? Yeah, probably roughly, I think, 60 times. I've probably been like, sure, I can leave a cord out there for you. And you're like, no, it's good. My thing's a beast. It is a beast. All it took was one text from your father (laughs) saying, Lisa, you should plug your vehicle in. And you were out there with a scarf around your face, plugging her in.
1: Yeah. There's just something about my dad saying it. I trust him with my life. You, I think you're just making me go outside because it's (laughs) funny to you. But I do feel like a lot of people have that happen, where you still get a text from your dad or someone who's a mentor to you, and they're asking you, is your vehicle plugged in, regardless of how old you are? You've moved out. I tweeted this and we got some pretty awesome replies. My dad texted my brother to check his basement in case of pipes freezing the other day. I always get the make sure you let your vehicle run for 15 minutes before bed, says Lonnie. Mark just wrote in saying, my dad still reminds me to leave the exhaust hoods on overnight in our restaurants. Keep in mind, he retired out of the restaurant industry 10 years ago. That's so cute.
0: Yeah, I just I was a little bit offended, to be honest. That you don't get text. No, that I've given you that same suggestion how many times. I guess if I just word it like your dad does, go plug your car in. Yeah,
2: do it now. <laughs>
0: We are joined by Darby from Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Dream Home Lottery. Tell us about the house.
2: Yeah, the house is looking great this year. Um, We've got like a 19-foot fireplace in the great room, a chef's kitchen, a spa bathroom with a steam shower, and a great like library nook right in the front with like a cozy little bench. It's the perfect house.
0: I don't have any books that I could put in there. Could I put action figures?
2: (laughs) You could design it however you like. If you're (laughs) winning this house, you do you. Whereabouts is it located, Darby? It's on 3rd. Evermore Crescent uh, right up by the St. Albert Costco. Every weekend from 11 to 5 p.m. We are open to the public.
0: Obviously, the other big question is uh, what does money go towards?
2: Yeah, so it goes towards Boys and Girls Clubs Big Brothers Big Sisters of Edmonton and area supporting the future of mentorship and club programming in our community.
1: That's amazing. Where can people Buy their tickets to potentially win this million dollar beautiful home in St. Albert.
2: Big Brothers Home uh, And there they'll find ways to buy tickets, uh, ways to support the fifty fifty, see our bonus prizes, our early bird draws, as well as a virtual house tour.
0: The Ryder and Lisa Podcast. Brought to you by Yeg Property Pros, powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play
1: 107.